Holy cow, is it Friday again already? I mean, it's already July. It feels like <laughs> yesterday was March and the pandemic was going down. Now just time is just speeding along. So, oh, happy Friday to all of you. I hope it has been a good week for you all. It's been a great week for me. And welcome back to PodLogic presented by Straight Up Podcasts. So last week, or last episode on Tuesday, I mentioned that you guys have been listening to me for about a year. And so after I recorded that, I was like, wait, how long has this podcast actually been out for? And I did some easy digging, and it turns out that the first episode of PodLogic was released on June 24th, 2019. So I missed the podcast one-year anniversary by a couple weeks, but It's been a year nonetheless, and it's been uh, a great year for the podcast, and I thought that this would be a fitting episode to talk about 10 lessons learned from doing a podcast for over a year. So I've written out 10 things that I've learned over the course of doing this podcast and working on and producing and editing hundreds of hours of other podcasts, and so we'll just dive right into it. I don't know why I'm so off today. I I feel weird. I feel weird. Come on, Johnny. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Get into it. I don't know why. Uh, I, I just I don't really feel comfortable right now. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll talk about the 10 lessons learned from doing a podcast for over a year. Number one, consistency becomes a habit. Now, I've been putting out two episodes a week for literally over a year. And you might think that starting out, that would be a daunting task. How am I going to find enough content to put out two episodes every single week for more than 52 weeks. How does how does that happen? How do I stay on top of that? Well, you do it for five or six or seven weeks in a row and it just kind of becomes a habit. So I, I get to Monday and I go, all right, I got to record, go to the studio and record a podcast for Tuesday. And I'm recording this on Thursday and I wake up on Thursday and I go, all right, time to record a podcast for Friday. And sometimes you get them done way earlier and sometimes you know you wait till the last second, but it becomes a part of your routine and you do it so often that it becomes the same as taking a shower. It's just, okay, Mondays and Thursdays, I'm doing my podcast. So if it seems like something that you're not going to be able to stick to, just you do it again, five, six, seven weeks in a row, it becomes a habit and it becomes part of your routine. So that's lesson number one. Consistency becomes a habit. Number two, it's okay to take a break. I took one break this year from doing the podcast. I took a one-week break right as coronavirus went down and uh, as I hit my 100-episode mark. I just felt like it was okay to take a break. And your audience is going to be a lot more forgiving than you think. My downloads didn't really change that much, but we'll talk about that in a second. It's okay to take a break. I feel like as hosts, people, when they start a podcast, will start to think, well, now I, I'm, I kind of owe it to my listeners to put this content out every single week without, without end until the end of time. How am I ever going to take a break from this? What if I want to stop for a little bit? It's okay to take a break. Your listeners will give you the benefit of the doubt. Just give them a heads up beforehand and you will probably be fine. It's okay to take a break. It's really tough to consistently be coming up with content for something like this, especially when it's not your full-time job. You have other responsibilities in your life and sometimes life just gets in the way and it's okay to take a break every now and then. Number three, simplicity is sometimes better. And when it comes to, you know, in the lens of pod logic this podcast i started off with an intro and music and outro music and i have gotten away from that completely just because i honestly would rather just turn on the mic and start recording and then process it afterward and not really have to add in music and stuff like that because 
all of those things are fine and dandy. They're, you know, they're fun bells and whistles to have, but I really wanted to just go right into the meat of my content. I don't think this show really needs intro music or a specific intro. And then I've tweaked my outro to feel more conversational. I kind of just end the episode naturally and talk about things like, hey, you should go ahead and subscribe and check out all the other things that we have going on. So sometimes simplicity is better. Sometimes people just enjoy that. And I found that with you, the audience, I found that this definitely works more for you. Number four, audio quality matters. And that is just across all podcasts. You have to have great audio if you want to consistently grow your audience. If you want to have a legitimately successful podcast, we're past the point in time where you can just have a Blue Yeti USB and slap that into your computer and just yell at it from across the room. That's not the way podcasting works anymore. Maybe it did for the last 10 years when there weren't a ton of podcasts out there, but now there is just so much competition that you have to put in the effort to have a good sounding podcast, nay, a great sounding podcast. And that is the first time I've ever used the word nay naturally in my entire life. So audio quality is really important. Keep that in mind. Number five, posting in the morning. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I I think probably around 50 episodes in, I started posting these at at like 6 a.m. And the reason I started doing that is because some of the podcasts that I listen to, they will drop around like one o'clock in the afternoon, maybe noon, maybe three o'clock. And I would find myself like constantly just refreshing my feed going, all right, it's 1201. Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Why isn't it uploaded yet? And I didn't want my audience to be like that. I didn't want you guys to have to do that with my podcast. I I wanted you to just have it in the morning, 6am, likely you're still asleep. And I'm still asleep, obviously, because I put it on the auto publish. I'd set it at the time for 6am to go live. And that way you have access to it all day. So whether you're a morning listener, a mid afternoon listener, or an evening listener, you have the option to listen to it at any point in the day. So that's why I decided that posting in the morning was best for my show. You need to find out what's best for your specific show and what works best for your audience. Number six, you're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. You're going to forget to press record. You're going to forget something to plug in. Um, I'll, I'll just give you a short story of something that's happened to me. And maybe I've talked about this on the podcast. I genuinely can't remember. There was a podcast that I was producing where we set up two guests to come in to talk with the host. I would be there too. I had all the equipment set up. We were recording. It was a great conversation. And I I have told this story. I have told this story. Anyway, I'll finish it for those of you that might have missed it. Afterward, I go back into Logic and I play it back and it just sounds like shit. The audio was just awful. And I spent hours trying to figure out what could have possibly gone wrong. Did I forget to plug something in? Did I forget to turn something on? No, everything was plugged in. Everything was turned on. I forgot to switch the input. So it was recording into Logic and I had the input set as the internal laptop microphone, not the mixing board that I was using at the time, which was a Behringer. I'm staring at it right now, but I can't see the the number, but it was a Behringer mix board and I forgot to switch it to that input. And so everything was recorded through the laptop audio and I was just kicking myself for hours, just devastated. How was I this stupid? I'm supposed to be a professional. How could I let this happen? And it just goes to show that even professionals make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes in your podcast, whether it's, again, forgetting to press record, forgetting to plug something in, forgetting to set up your guest on the calendar. They don't have the Zoom invite and they don't even know that the interview is scheduled for nine o'clock and it's 8.55 and you're wondering where they are. It's going to happen. So just learn from the mistakes. Uh, you make them once and you'll never make them again. So that's, that's the beauty about making mistakes. 
Number seven, don't look at your numbers. I've said this a gazillion times on the podcast. You should have a goal when you start out for this show. And it shouldn't be to make money. And what ties into making money is having this massive millions of audience listeners. While that's amazing to have, if you think about it, this is the perspective that I like to say for people that come to me and say, how do I like, I'm not happy with my audience numbers. Okay, say you're getting 50 listens an episode. Now put that in the context of you're speaking in front of 50 people in a live audience. And every single week, every Tuesday and Friday, you have 50 people coming to hear you speak. That's a lot of people, right? Don't worry about the listeners that you don't have. Worry about satisfying the listeners that you do have, making sure that they're enjoying the content. And now it's on them. Ask them, hey, share this content with somebody else. Share this episode with somebody else. Bring more people to the show. Bring more people in to see, like, again, you're in the theater uh, performing live. Have them bring more people in. Then your audience grows little by little, little by little. But if you spend all of your time worrying about your audience numbers and just that that puts you in a shitty mood and it's going to affect how you podcast because you're going to be so stressed about how do I get more listeners? That's not it shouldn't be at the forefront of your mind. The forefront of your mind should be putting out great content for the listeners that you do have for the listeners that do tune in every single week because they're the ones that care about you. Those people that aren't listening to you, they don't care about you or they would be listening to you. So don't look at your numbers. Don't put too much stock in how many people are tuning in every week. Number eight. Practice makes almost perfect. Now, nobody's perfect. I still make mistakes. You still make mistakes. Joe Rogan still makes mistakes. Adam Carolla still makes mistakes. All these big podcasters, everyone makes mistakes, okay? And you can practice and practice and practice and do this for years and years and years, and you'll never be perfect. Nobody's perfect at anything that they do. There's no such thing as perfect. But practicing will get you to almost perfect. I hate the phrase practice makes perfect because perfect is unattainable. Practice makes almost perfect. So if you're constantly working at this and you're sitting behind the mic and practicing every single week, whether that's actually recording your episodes, that counts as practice too. Or maybe you just sit down and do a couple test episodes, run through, hey, how good am I right now at just having a conversation with myself like I'm doing right now? This is practice for my future episodes that I do of this podcast. This is practice for an episode that I do 10 weeks from now for 20 weeks from now to be even better than I am today. Because what I'm doing right now is going to help me in the future. So practice makes almost perfect. Number nine, write often. I've said this a few times on the podcast, uh, so maybe it feels like I'm kind of just regurgitating a bunch of the stuff I've said before. But if you write consistently, like physically writing, whether that's typing in your computer, whether that's writing on a pen and pad, writing out your thoughts and writing just in general to improve your writing will one, improve your writing, but it will also improve your podcasting ability because it helps you get your thoughts from your brain out into the world. So I encourage you to write often, whether that's writing one paragraph every couple days, writing every single day, maybe it's writing a page a week, something. It doesn't even have to be about anything. Just get your thoughts, get used to getting your thoughts out on paper, and that will translate into helping getting your thoughts out into the microphone. And number 10, And this is something that I have kind of recently come up with is speak like you're talking to a friend. I am talking to you right now like I would talk to a buddy of mine. And if you put it in the context of, oh my gosh, I'm speaking to 5,000 people right now. I'm getting so nervous. Yeah, you can edit stuff and post and that could give you a little bit of uh, uh, a relaxing your anxiety about speaking to all these people. But I mean, if you just put it in the idea of I'm just talking to a buddy, we're just having coffee, we're having a beer or something. 
uh, it makes this whole thing a lot easier and it makes you just more relaxed. I feel like so many times you just, people just get so caught up in their own heads of trying to be this great broadcaster, this great, like bigger than everybody else kind of deal. Like you, I have all this, I have all this responsibility on my shoulders because I have a podcast. No, just talk like you're talking to a friend. It makes your world that much easier and it makes the podcast fun. If you're running a solo podcast, talk to the audience like you're talking to just one friend. It's going to make your life a lot easier. So those are 10 lessons that I've learned for doing a podcast for over a year. Uh, Hopefully, I can come back and do an update for what it's like to do a podcast for two years. So for all the listeners that have tuned in over the past year, thank you so much. I've really, really appreciated it. If you did enjoy this episode and you haven't subscribed already, please consider subscribing. That would make my entire week. That would be uh, make me even happier than hitting the one-year milestone of doing this podcast. And if you know anybody who you think would enjoy this podcast and specifically would like to know 10 lessons learned from someone who's been doing a podcast for or this podcast for over a year, feel free to share the show with them. That would mean a lot to me and it would help bring more people into our little PodLogic family. So that would be greatly appreciated. You can also check out our other content on Twitter at Straight Up Pods or follow me at Johnny Threederson. You can also check out our YouTube channel. We have a newsletter that goes out every single week and all of the relevant links to all that stuff is in the episode description below. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Go enjoy some sunshine. Get outside. Say hi to a friend. Do something nice for somebody and don't let the crazy, depressing world of social media get you down too much. That's not real life. Real life is what's going on right in front of your face, not what's going on in your phone screen. So keep that in mind. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll see you on Monday for the newsletter and on Tuesday for the podcast.